this sometimes. I'm trying mm-hmm. to get mm-hmm. rid of that. The art of relaxing. Um, not so much the art of relaxing. Um, as it is the art of relaxing under stress. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, don't you like that? Like, or not? You don't seem the guy that's always. I don't know. Do you actually like self scout yourself a lot, or no? You kind of let that go now. I don't know what that means. Self scout myself. Yeah, like look internally and see what you like and what you don't like about yourself and how to change it. Or do you just think I am who I am and that's it? No, yeah, especially like with the with the job change. Like I, they've got me. They did a whole new profile, um, personality profile called Insights. And so there was a lot of like, here, take this test. And it spits out a report that as you're reading it, you're like, oh, yeah, that's good. So you go through that and it's like, you know, do you agree with these statements? Do you disagree with these statements? And most of them, I was like, nope, that's me. So, oh. so you do take a little bit of an internal look. Um, at yourself. At yeah. Yeah. I think it's healthy. I don't think enough people do it. I think too many people are scared. I think too many people, uh, they don't like to go look in the basement. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's the same thing with people that like, you know, like therapy. Like, yeah. not enough people go through therapy, and that's like an interesting every, point. Yeah, like everybody, I think everybody should. Everybody should take that internal look. Well, I think the but problem I, is with that is everybody thinks if I'm going to therapy, something's wrong with me. Right, right. You know, but that's like saying you don't change your oil in your car unless something's wrong. No, uh, yeah, no, no. You, you, yeah. you, you go there should for some do maintenance. That. Yeah, it's like a regular basis kind of thing. That's a healthy thought to it. I have never looked at it like that. I'm actually one of those people that would think like, I don't need that. I'm fine. But then I find myself having very deep one-on-one conversations with you about my psyche well, yeah. sometimes. Yeah, like we've <laughs> we've had some conversations about stuff that I and I am by no means a licensed therapist. Right. But I yeah. go, yeah, we should probably talk to some professionals about that. <laughs> Right. Your stuff and my stuff. So, well, welcome to uh, the show, folks. Uh, Johnny and the Greg. If you haven't guessed it by now, I'm Johnny. That's the Greg. And uh, this is our podcast. So, before we get any more into this, thank you for joining us. Hit the like, subscribe, share all the fun stuff that helps this channel grow so that the whole world can just take an hour and chill with us. Greg, lay down a man. Well, first, I think it's funny because I've got the feet up and and I'm I'm not I'm not over there. I'm I'm over here. So you're over here. So, here. Uh, if you're pointing towards the arm of my microphone, then that's where I'm at. Towards the axe. To- point towards the axe. That's me. Oh, point towards uh, the axe. That's you. Okay. Yeah, that, I'm on that side today. Um, but you know what else is on your side today is Audible. Audible is there for you. They want to, they want you to listen. They want you to grow. They want you to learn. And they also want you to be entertained. And you can do that for 30 days on us. If you go to audibletrial.com slash J A T G and just, uh, just give it a look, check it out. You know, if you're into, if you're into comedy, if you're into romance, if you're into history, if you're into autobiographies from people that make much more money than you, then you can listen to all of that for 30 days. Uh, anything that you buy on there, you keep, even if you, uh, don't 
carry on your subscription, which is what we're offering there. And, uh, but anything that you get there is yours, which I think is kind of cool. Cause not a lot of places will do that. Like if you, if you shut off the subscription, they're like, you can no longer access what you spent your money on and audible doesn't do that. And I think that's kind of cool. So again, it is audibletrial.com slash J A T G. Very good. What's on the agenda today? There are a couple of things. I think you want to talk about a couple of things. I want to talk about a couple of things. Some stuff has come up. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to throw it to you because what I I should do my research and read into it, but I didn't want to this time. I wanted to actually hear you tell me about it. So the Chris Pratt, Indiana Jones thing. I Yeah. Yeah. Talk talk to me about that. Like, well, like I'm one of the audience members here. What, <laughs> so what, what happened it, here? And I don't know why it started to come out now. Okay. But um, in terms of, and I'm, I'm going to our page so I can get the actual uh, thing that we posted here. Um, what, what it looked like was uh, back in the day when, when Chris Pratt was doing like um, when he first did the, the Jurassic, guardians, right? And the mm, first Jurassic World? I think it was the first Jurassic World. Okay. Is what it was. Um, it came out that like his look, his demeanor, everything just really fit like an Indiana Jones. For this day and age. For yeah, like if they were to yeah. if they were to recast Re- it, reboot it. Yeah, like reboot, recast and a younger actor to play indiana jones that he he had the right amount of uh physicality he had the right amount of just like charisma charisma that i can get beat to hell and still be a smart ass i can bring the the necessary amount of of seriousness and comedy to the role yeah so ign which is a big outlet for a lot of different media video games movies a lot of a lot of just mainstream media now um they reported that Chris Pat, uh he he said he could never play Indiana Jones in a future movie they, they said hey Chris would you ever want to play Indiana Jones he said no I can't because Harrison Ford called me and scared me off of ever pers- pursuing Indiana Jones so like you know when the rumors started going Indiana Jones and maybe even Chris Pratt reached out to Harrison Ford I don't know but definitely Harrison Ford said to Chris Pratt no one shall play Indiana Jones he's mine like that's oh that he had, like intimidated him like yeah, you don't like, have my blessing like, no you know and, and oh. oftentimes like actors if they're gonna play somebody that um another like, actor like has Batman for yeah like or, or if they're going to play someone like in an autobiographical and that person's still alive, they will call that person and say, hey, I've been offered this role to play you in a movie. And they have a conversation. And yeah. eventually the you hope that the person that they're portraying will say, yes, you have my blessing. Go ahead with right. this role. And in uh, Harrison Ford's case, he told Chris Pratt, no one is going to play Indiana Jones ever again. It's just me. Like if they want another person to play indiana jones they have to have a new character like the son of daughter of whatever they're gonna do it's not gonna be indiana okay and we've had this conversation a little bit before about being able to recast certain certain roles and i think that that particular space where harrison ford's telling actors you know back the fuck off 
is just some movie star arrogance and bullshit to think that I am the only one who can ever do this role justice. Like no one shall ever have this, but me kind of thing. And it's, it's curmudgeon. It's it, I think gatekeeping in a way. And for me, I'm like, if, if I own the rights to Indiana Jones, like Disney does, I would say, okay, Harrison, you can go away now. And we're going to recast this role. So the question I have, because I know you think about this, mm-hmm. would you rather see the character die either on screen or just fade away and there never be another Indiana Jones film or recast it with a capable actor? I have so many streams that split off to so many directions because I can see this in several different ways. I kind of see a little bit where, where Indy, and maybe I'm, I'm going a little bit into his head. I think you're thinking of it as how you said Harrison's looking at it as a, like, this is my role. This is my character. No one can do it better. I, before that, and I didn't read the article. Mm-hmm. I, I got the idea that maybe he was saying, maybe he said in a sense like don't do it because like you want to preserve it in in terms of it's it's good it still reached the generation and if the new generation gets a new indie it could suck it could be like and i haven't seen the movie yet but i'm going over what everybody has told me mm-hmm. uncharted sucks um and the the new Laura Croft, which I thought was actually good, but I could understand why it didn't have a sequel because it just didn't grab you the way that I think people want it to. But what I'm saying mm-hmm. is you don't want these Chris Pratt in, you know, Indiana Jones. Is, is he doing the arc again or is it new stuff? If it's new stuff, does it suck? Like you don't want this to become kind of, oh, oh what happens with Star Wars? It becomes this train that you can't stop and it's they're throwing out some stuff they throw out good some stuff they throw out absolute crap and when they throw out that absolute crap it just breaks your heart you know i i know mm-hmm. you kind of separate yourself when it because let's not our star wars and our star wars was the 80s so i guess there's a part of me that also understands that mm-hmm. that's my indiana jones in the 80s and there's not going to be a better indiana jones in my opinion Actually, that's not true because I think Chris Pratt would do great. Yeah. I'm just afraid that people around him wouldn't do great. And it would ruin it. It would put a bad taste. It'd be like, oh, God, another indie movie. I don't ever want to say that. Mm -hmm. So, But but do you ever say that about a James Bond film? Or I mean, No, because I've I've kind of grew up with all the other ones. Like I wasn't attached to any certain Bond, actually. And I think that could be where we're at. Um, Right, but... Aren't they going with like Bond is just the code name for the position? That's not, I don't think that's official. Oh, that's, okay. Okay. That's, I had heard it's that they like, were going to do that when they were thinking about casting Idris Ilba or when they were thinking about casting a woman. Okay. Like okay. Th- the way to get around those, like the, the racial switch or the gender swap would be to make it just the right. code name. I um, think a big part of what made Indiana Jones great was it happened in the 40s, that the 30s and the 40s. And what I mean by that is you do it now 
I haven't. Has there been a good treasure hunting movie really that's taken place in today's world? Has there been a good one? Treasure hunting. Well, uh, yes. Um, the Nicholas Cage one. Okay, yeah, that actually wasn't the first one that popped in my mind, but National Treasure is not a bad film. No, not a bad film at all. Um, I liked it. I, I liked both of them. Um, right. I am a huge, huge fan of the rundown with Dwayne oh, Johnson. Oh, you, you took that as treasure and, hunting. Okay, I did. Oh, it absolutely is treasure hunting. No, I don't think it is. They're going after the guy. it just happens to be, no, it just happens to be, like, The Rock didn't get the treasure map and say, let's do this. It, it's centered on The Rock who happens to fall into a treasure hunt. I don't consider that treasure hunting movie. Oh, I consider I it, it a... Go get the guy movie. No, the way I mean, especially when they're you know going through the columns and there's like booby traps and things like that, and they're they're distracted by the uh, uh, the rebels and everything else. That's they're going after the gato. That is a treasure hunting movie. They aren't. Well, but they're being led to it. Like no, no, no whole... I'm saying Sean William Scott is for sure. Yeah, and he's but you're taking the character that has nothing to do with he doesn't want any treasure hunting you're throwing him into to get this guy and he finds out that this guy has been trying to do this i i, I just never because it it's not about who gets the treasure at the end it was kind of like a oh okay she got it all right i don't let's know see I, what he does here let's see how he does here let's see I, here. under the many tags that netflix puts on movies i think treasure hunting would fit for that film as is one it, of is the it is it is it put there as treasure hunting? Oh, I don't know. I'd have to but look that actually, up. Actually, I don't think that's even a category, right? Like, no, they don't well, do that for indie. I don't know. Yeah. It's but definitely anyway. an action. I think it, I think it would fit. Um, the other thing, I mean, and because it's Chris Pratt, you know, Chris Pratt is also getting a little bit, I think, too old to play indie. Yes, now he is. At this point. Because um, even in Terminal List, I was like, ooh, he's looking a little old. And I thought that in uh, uh, Thor: Love and Thunder as well for his little bits oh, yeah? for, that he for... was in there. Yeah. Okay. He's, he, I mean, and not that he's not that he's old, but in terms of th- this character. Um, but what? And that's interesting because, like, if you make it a younger indie, like you put him in his mid twenties, like he just got his PhD, you're still okay. you're still dealing with like Nazis. Yeah, absolutely. And things of like that. I, I think that it, they could still, I mean, I like the Russian aspects. I mean, that's Me the too. only, th- the only thing that was even remotely likable about kingdom of the crystal skull was that it was Russians um, as, as the bad guys. Cause they make a decent group of bad guys, you know, cold war. Era, right. Yeah. Um, or plus, right before the cold war, era. it was like the 1950s. That was yeah, like well, that, red, no, right. Or was that the cold war? No, sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cuban missile Sorry. crisis. Whole deal. Yeah. Um, because that was like JFK, yeah, in yeah. The, the Russians, but yeah. um, but I liked, I, I thought they you can do some cool treasure hunting stuff with, with the Russians. Now it doesn't, it doesn't lean itself into it because you know the Nazis were also hunting like occult objects and things like that. So that's right. why it yeah. works so well, yeah. um, in that era. But even still, I think, I think there's other actors out there that could do a good job okay so let's let's separate this because you're right i think there's a lot of good actors that could pick up the rain the whip of indiana jones and continue it i guess going back to the question you asked me would i rather have harrison ford play indy and it dies with him or get somebody new my only caveat was is somebody new going to make it better or 
or carry on the torch to where I'm proud, or are they going to really suck it up? And I'm going to think it sucks. Thinking mm-hmm. I don't want that. Well, that's just it. I, I yeah. think no matter. <laughs> We're getting another one. We're, We're getting another Indiana Jones movie. And okay. I have. At, Even if Harrison Ford's in or out, it, we're getting another one. Like, oh, the, you think so? Yeah, I think, like you said, Disney's not going to sit on something and let it die. I hope not. Um, one, Harrison Ford is like, did he just turn 80? God, right? he had to have. I, I think it's injured himself like three times already. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think so he's so long to film it. I think he's 80. And that to me is like throwing the towel. Like yeah. even if you even if you have to wait until he's dead, <laughs> yeah. then then fine. All cousin Clay says Kylo Ren is the new Indy. Actually, I think Adam Driver is a good actor, but I don't know if I would put I put no, him as the I put him as the villain. Yeah, he'd be a good he'd, villain, but he'd make a great villain. Cousin Clay, I think you're way off on that one. <laughs> I appreciate you telling us. Probably but I, joking. But. I don't see that. I just I don't see it. Um, who would make so, a beside uh, like you and I both agree, Chris. Chris Pratt's too old. Who like would Tom Holland do a good indie as just getting no. out of just getting out of school? No. Or is he or is he becoming too much of Tom Holland in a movie? Tom Holland in a movie. Tom I think so. And, and that's what I would I would like to see. I mean, like just say I, I would like to see an unknown is not quite true, but you need to find someone that has that level of charisma. Yeah, that they can right. really carry that role. Um, Miles Teller's in his 30s, but he's about to be everywhere, and I'm not sure if he's up up for the indie type role. Um, I did you know, like a good young indie. Like, who's that kid ooh. from The Maze Runner? Who's that? Oh, Dylan. Um, yeah. Uh, Dylan O'Brien, Dylan O'Brien, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, he li- I always like that dude. Yeah, he well, he's a great actor. Uh, yeah. Um, I've seen him in a couple of things, and I think he does a good job. Uh, I would like to see. You saw Top Gun, right? No, the the sequel. The, the yeah, the no shit, Tom dude. Cruise. I haven't seen really? anything except if it's unless it's streamed. I haven't seen anything this summer unless it's streamed. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, there's an actor in there. Um, th- he he reminds me a lot of uh, uh, Clint Eastwood's son, Scott Eastwood. Oh, Scott Eastwood. Okay, reminds me a lot of him. I wouldn't. I think Scott Eastwood would probably do a pretty good job. Uh, but again, he's probably the same age as Chris Pratt. What about um, the guy that played Han Solo as a young dude? No, but I don't see that. No, I saw I saw him. I bought him as Han Solo, but I didn't, I don't know if I'll buy him as Indiana Jones, even though it's practically the same character for some reason. Um, somebody said Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, Clay said Joseph Gordon-Levitt. But again, Joseph Gordon, he's he's old, but he's a his fantastic 40s. actor. Oh, fantastic! Well, yeah. again, I think he would make a phenomenal villain <laughs> uh, to to Indy. I mean, if if they're doing the same, if they're going to do Indiana Jones and Belloc, I mean. Joseph Gordon would make a fantastic Belloc. Oh yeah, he would. He would. Um, but anyway, in in Top Gun, there's a, a an actor who plays Hangman, is okay. his call sign. Um, and I first time I saw him in a film is uh, he played. Sorry, I'm trying to type. 
IMDB is what I'm looking for. What's the, um, what's, what's the dude from uh, the Kingsman? Oh, Ter- uh, Taron, uh, Taron yes. Edgerton. Yeah. Um, rumor is he's he's making he's gunning for a Wolverine role. I'm I'm cool with that actually. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen anything of his new? Uh, I think it's Black Canary is the name. No. Uh, no, you don't have Apple TV. Uh, you could Google that. That dude got fit for yeah. that role. Very. Well, he was always he was in shape. He I was mean, in he shape, but he. Like, I know. He packed, I know what you mean. Packed on some size. But the whole problem with that, right, is if you're gonna pick this superhero role. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got, got you for years. Shape for years, you got to be in yeah. shape for years. Yeah. Um, the guy that I'm thinking of, uh, from Top Gun Maverick, he played uh, the character Hangman, who is like the Iceman replacement. There's super okay. cocky guy, but he's really, really good. Um, and. He, I saw him first in Hidden Figures. Do you remember that movie about the three women, three black women at NASA? Oh, yes. Integrated. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, fantastic film. Yes. Uh, but he played, I believe, John Glenn uh, in okay. that film. And his name, if I can find it, I'm looking at the entire cast. He's got to be, is he really that low on the list? Oh, come on. Oh, Glenn Powell is his name um what else have we seen glenn powell in God, why does that sound familiar uh, i guess he had a role in the expendables three i don't remember him in that movie, I but i kinda, remember i kind of phase out by the expendables yeah i don't remember first one movie. i was all into the second one i'm like all right yeah by the time the third one came out i'm like i don't care yeah um sorry sly he's uh what else is he in He's done some voice work, evidently. Yeah. He's in All Hail King Julian and the Bad Guys. Interesting. He was on the Scream Queens uh, TV show. Uh, well, so I'm not a looking okay, it up. So not a lot is what it comes down to. Is that he was? Well, maybe that's the perfect then guy. Yeah, I think so. I mean, he's got experience acting, which is good. Yeah, it's um, been a blockbuster. Yeah, but and now he's been in a big blockbuster, so he's got enough of the name recognition. I think he'd be good. Uh, who do you guys think out there besides Cousin Clay? Like, what I mean by that is Cousin Clay, uh, you've, already, you've already given us your, your vote. That's great. Yeah, actually, he just came up with a halfway decent one, I think. Jack Quaid. Jack Quaid. Jack Quaid? Jack Quaid. He plays Huey from The Boys. He is uh, the son of Dennis Quaid. He's no. a pretty good actor. I think he's a great actor. And whoever we're saying, I think they're all good actors. But I just, no. That's Why? just me. I, I, I don't know. I just, maybe I need to see him with the hat and I need to see how he handles himself. And well, I don't know. I just, uh, between the two of us, I am more, I would say it's safe to say I'm the more diehard Indiana guy than you are. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the th- I'm not the things about can ever, that's That's the other thing, though. I'm not saying nobody can ever replace Harrison Ford. Like how I feel about Tony Stark. Like yeah. I don't feel that way about Indy. Okay. Weird, but I do. Um, I'm th- part of the thing I'm, I'm realizing what I'm thinking about it. And this is the Jack Quaid suggestion kind of made me think of this. Jack Quaid. It, oh, it's I'm, Huey. Yeah. Huey. Um, I'm thinking of an actor who's kind of muscly. And when I think back to Harrison Ford, he was muscly. Through, 
Mm, he's wiry. Like running through the streets of Karachi. He was what you would be in 1940. Yeah, but yeah. not but not by our standards. So we don't need Oh, this guy would be great. We don't need him showing off his abs or anything like that. We need him to have like wiry muscle, which I think Jack Quaid has. No, I think this Glenn Powell is perfect. Oh, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. He'd almost be a good Jack Ryan if you know who uh, stops mm-hmm. me, Jack Ryan. Yeah. I feel like we should get Danny back on the show to have one of some of these casting conversations. Yeah, it's a good idea. Um, Yeah, uh, okay. So, like I said, people, let us know what you guys think of your... Uh, who, who would play the next Indiana Jones? Who would be good? It could be an actor we haven't even met yet. And a lot of people, some of the people on the on the stream right now are like, yeah, just make it a totally unknown, like Harrison Ford was. Yeah. You know, he had been in one other movie previous American to Indiana Graffiti. Jones. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, although, no, I'm wrong on that. He had played on Solo. Yeah. I know so, George Lucas did not want to use him because he didn't want like the, he didn't want like the Martin Scorsese De Niro thing. Oh, sure. Yeah, that's why I didn't want to use them, but that didn't work. Um, so that's that. Yeah. Yeah. I want to transition because this this whole started with Pratt being Indiana Jones and uh-huh. Pratt's also part of the MCU. And there's another article you you posted. Yeah. And now- this has gotten a lot of traction on our Facebook page. I was reading up on what people mm-hmm. say. Um, so why don't you for the people that have that aren't on our Facebook page or that are just listening to us? Yeah. Give us a rundown of what's going on here. So the um I, I will say like the, the article itself had doesn't have much to do with my opinion of it, right? Um, or, or what I've been talking about. Um what I'm what I'm talking about is the uh because the article is about the it says the Winter Soldier uh, deconstructed Captain America to prove his importance. So there, it's, uh, it's CBR comic book resources. They're kind of very clickbaity already. Okay, but there is just a, on my feed there has been a stream of going back to like almost ten year old or older Marvel projects. The Incredible Hulk with Ed Norton just came across my feed of like these internet sites are still writing about those projects. And it almost seems like they're kind of ignoring these phase four projects. Like there's not enough to write about. And so it's funny as hell because they've thrown out a ton in phase four more than we've ever, we're almost rated. Yes. You add in the TV and you add in the movie. Yes. There are projects for sure. There are projects. I'm not denying that there hasn't been a lot of projects, but like, I don't think there's anything that's being anything groundbreaking. Like, we don't even have a big bad evil guy yet. I mean, we just have. Oh, so, is that what you mean by groundbreaking? I don't think there's. They're they're. Well, I don't want to say they're all good, but they're all standalone projects with very little other than the multiverse kind of well, interacting say, you're leaving be, out a between huge movie. Well, uh, Spider-Man and Doctor Strange. Those no, not even really Doctor Strange, Spider-Man. That was huge. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying it wasn't huge. But like where are we going? Well, weren't you the one that kept telling everybody that was listening to us that they may not go that route again. You got to be okay with it. It seems like you're not okay with it now. 
Well, and I wasn't even, it's not that I'm not okay with it. It's the idea of what I'm seeing on the feeds is the, like, they don't have anything to do. Like, like is the, the, the question I postulated is, are we seeing the downslope of, of the MCU of people caring about comic book movies? If they still make a ton of money, like they, like Thor was still the biggest opening um, of the weekend, but it's one of the worst reviewed MCU films. Well, I guess that you got to ask your, yourself this question. How much do you care about reviews? I don't know. I mean, okay. Cause I know are, that the terminal list was trashed, but the audience score gave it like a 92. Yeah. I, I'm just postulating the question. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, oh, like I said, on. we are, we're six films and seven shows into phase four. Um, can you tell me who the bad guys are? Uh, Kang. Do we think Kang's a bad guy? Well, I mean, we saw him for three minutes. Right. But I mean, okay. Before you saw Thanos, you saw him for like three minutes. But we knew eventually when Thanos showed up, we're like, oh yeah, he's the shit. And we also knew when I take it back. I said, we knew Thanos was going to be the bad guy, but like Kang right we now. We had no idea what the fuck he was doing. We were introduced to him. Uh, the first time he smiled. That's all we got. Correct. Everybody yeah. lost their fucking minds. Then the next time we got him, he, I think he had this little monologue of how he could beat up Ronan. That was Well, a- Ronan failed to collect this and he's like fine i'll do it myself and that's where he well no 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 then we saw that then we that was a oh that was the cutscene. you're talking okay yeah yeah and then there's the then there's the final do it myself and that was all we got until infinity war i'm just kind of like we're more projects in like at the end of avengers at that cutscene, like you knew and even if you weren't a comic book person you could tell that that was going to be a major deal. Like that, that Thanos guy was like a big deal as far as a bad guy goes. Yeah. We don't know who that is yet. Other than at the end of Loki, we saw a future where Kang or we saw a reality where Kang had taken over. Right. It was Kang the Conqueror, but, but that's it. I mean, that's, that's a why year ago. That, why does that bother you? I don't know. I'm just okay, wondering so it if does bother like, you. it bothers you that, that it, you it, feel it, like there's no direction. The more, and maybe it's, this is just post Thor, by okay. the way, that I'm really feeling like, where are we going with this? I mean, I really liked uh, Miss Marvel. Um, you know, it, I wasn't the target audience, but it was a great family show to me to, for with me to watch with my kids at the end of that. I'm like, cool. I would like more of that story, yeah. but I don't, I don't need her crossing over to have more of the Kamala Khan story. I you know, I, I think that like she could stay like the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man where she's just sticking around her, her uh, Jersey city. Right. And, and fighting bad guys there. And I'd be kind of into it for a couple of seasons, but right. they, they're full on bringing her into the Marvels. That's another year out. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I feel like this phase four is dragging on. Like we need some kind of something in terms of a, well, there is a, a lot of announcements coming, I guess, with this. Well, D- it's kind of, it's Comic-Con week. 
Yeah. Or Comic-Con. I'm sorry. It's Comic-Con. You're right. Yeah, it's Comic-Con week. We're where rumors are we're going to get a casting of the Fantastic Four. We're going to, you know, there's a, X-Men and there's going to be a lot coming out. Um, there was, uh, there was, do you, do you, have you been watching this Marvel? Do you give a shit? Um, you know what? I actually really like it. Um, but okay. we haven't watched it in about two weeks. So we're behind. okay. Yeah. Um, there, I, I won't ruin it for you. There's a reference in there to a, a definite Marvel thing. And it, and it comes with a word and a musical note kind of trill. Oh, I actually going, know oh, about that. I know. Okay. About yeah. Then you're going to be like, Ooh, okay. And then yeah. you're going to be into it. But yeah, but to me, there's, there's not like they're sprinkling these stuff. It's, it's like someone's, you know, washing their hands and then just doing this right in your face. And you're like, yeah, okay. There's no, there's nothing following up. There's nothing. Okay. Can I ask you a question? If they didn't have, okay, so go from Endgame and, or what was the last phase three movie? Was it Far From Home? Uh, No, it was, oh, the last phase three movie? Yeah. yeah. It was Far From uh, Home. I'm pretty I, sure it was Far From Home. So what I'm saying okay. is take away phase one through phase three and you're getting phase four. Are you feeling the same way? restate that question again <laughs> take away every take but what i'm basically saying is when when marvel did phase one through phase okay three there okay. was this oh my god 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 they pulled it off fantastic and then the expectation just shot through the roof of what's next what's next and now everybody's throwing this shit of what's next but what i'm saying is if you took or are we are we are marvel and are we victims of the past in terms of marvel movies like you yes. take away, okay so it's it's yes our, and this is so, some, but this is funny because this is something you've argued and and not yelled at but you've kind of done the the daddy thing with our audience of like you can't expect this stuff you can't do this anymore. This isn't your Marvel. This isn't your this. This isn't your that. They're going to keep putting it out because you keep going to watch it. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to make sense. And it doesn't have to connect. And it doesn't have to do any of that. We also had this huge discussion in a podcast probably three years ago when I asked, where's the bad guy? And you told me, John, maybe there's not a bad guy. Maybe this is just the direction they're going to go. Maybe they're going to go here for supernatural. Maybe they're going to go here for neighborhood crime fighting. Maybe they're going to hear street level with, mm -hmm. you know, and, and now you're sitting there going, where's the bad guy? Where's well, the and I'm kind of, if that's what it is, I just want to know that's what it is. Maybe that's like, what we'll find out like fate, like phase one. Yeah, it, it was. We build up to the Avengers. Yes, like like everybody's got their own movie, and then we build up to the Avengers. But right, at, even at the earliest movie of Phase One, you knew that's where we're headed. Like right, Avengers Initiative. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's it. that's yes. where we want to go. Yes, um, even to the point where they did reshoots of certain scenes to add in. Oh add no, in. we we're gonna make the Avengers happen. Yeah, and then Phase Two was all um. You know what was phase two? Phase two. I don't was, really know. Was Ultron? You know. But, yeah, but it was. But that didn't. Oh, that accumulated to what? To to um, well, separating the, or the the creating of the separation of the Avengers. 
kind of yeah like okay. like like you start tony to, started going nuts yeah or you start to paranoid. you start to put that in but they beat ultra and then phase three was yes the breakdown of the avengers it started with civil war yeah um but then we get infinity war and end game and it, we, we go cosmic because we get ragnarok mm-hmm. and captain marvel and guardians of the galaxy so we we see the space faring aspect of the marvel marvel universe and now we're doing multiverse stuff but not everybody's doing multiverse stuff. right and and like here i'm looking at phase three one two three four five six seven eight nine it was 11 projects total okay and we we are at 11 projects in phase four without any clear direction and if they don't want to give us clear direction then just say we're not headed there well maybe this is all part of it i i think what we might be seeing because i've spent obviously some time thinking about this um is all these individual projects and then it's like a roller coaster right i mean we're, we're doing that slow yeah up and then once we hit that precipice and then we i think that could be where they're headed is where when we hit that uh when we hit that down, it's just going to be like a high speed. Yeah. Big, 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 big. And then the end of the ride. I think, okay. So, so to answer your question, it seems like this is going downhill. Endgame was the peak and it's going down. It seems like that. But I do think you're right. I think Kevin Feige's, he has a reputation, he has an ego. I think mm-hmm. what he's going to do is he's going to save this and we're going to go, wow, that was amazing. And that's where it's going to fall because then he's going to leave. It's going to go. It could be. And I think that's when we're going to go. Oh, now, hey, I hope at the end of all this shit, whenever this ends, if it's phase six or whatever the fuck, I hope I sit there and be like, holy cow, that was the best 40 years of my of my yeah. movie t- it- uh, storytelling life. You know, I mean, um, we've talked about Hollywood goes in cycles. Yes. Like, like you know, ten years ago, it was all like gross out comedy kind of stuff. Yep, you're right. And and that came and went. Yep. So I have no doubt that comic book movies are going to. Well, I take it back. I have no doubt that superhero films are eventually going to fade away. Correct. No what one's going to give do, a shit. Yeah. What we do have is comic books as source material. Like, I think Hollywood is now hip to the idea that there's a lot of source material there. Right. Um, so I don't think it's the end of comic book films or comic or uh, stories that were comic form first. Um, it is changing the comic book industry for sure. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, Cause you have independent creators out there that they're writing a comic, not even to really say they want to produce a comic. They want to get it optioned for a film. Yeah. Um, in fact, somebody, oh, what project was it? I want to, uh, that shitty movie with, um, Ashton Kutcher's wife, Mila Kunis, a shitty movie with Mila Kunis and Channing Tatum, where he, oh, she's like some Jupiter kind of, Ascending. Yes. Oh, wow. I got that right. Yeah. Jupiter Ascending. That was like, they said they were making a comic book and it was going to be like this big graphic novel release that was all bullshit they had one comic one copy of a comic 
that they said was in process or in progress. And here was the story of it. They were shopping that around purely to get a picture deal. Wow. I think it was that movie. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, dude, we're at that wait and see. I, I know what you're saying. I know what, what are, what are other people saying? Like Clay's, I'm sure Clay's on this. Like he's, is he? Um, yeah. I mean, he's, he's offered some stuff up, but um, he said his last comment was, it was a lot of years of buildup and now we're just waiting for the buildup feeling to come back. That's, that could be a valid point. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like when we're looking at, oh, did I close it out? Phase three. So like Far From Home was 2019. So really not that long ago in terms of. Here's the um, other thing. Terms they of are going time. into these other characters that, sorry, guys, they're not mainstream popular. Correct. Yeah. You know, Ms. Marvel, cool story. Uh, if it makes somebody, if that's somebody's favorite superhero, awesome. That's great. Mm-hmm. I don't care that much. Like if you were to tell me in the next episode, she dies, I'd be like, all right. Well, and I think like the, the way they're, the way they're selling she Thor. Yeah. yeah. Like, like she, the she Hulk series, it's a courtroom drama. Like it's going to be yeah. a little bit of comedy, a little bit of drama. It's going to, it's going to feel like a USA produced lawyer series. Okay. Um, because I don't know if I'm up for that. Well, and but that's what it's gonna be. I mean, yeah. it's it, it's gonna be more like superhero law. But that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. When 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 they're doing this now, it's gonna start it's gonna start separating people. Some people yeah. are going to just not like I don't think my wife cares about Kamala Khan. And yeah. I think she's she's just like Okay, I have to keep up for it because I know something's coming at the end that mm-hmm. all of this adds up. And I don't think all of this adds up. I did see a quote from one of the Russo brothers that said what what really what we're waiting for is Secret War. Like that's going to yeah. be that's the big impact. Well, that, Secret War, if they do it right, that could reboot all of it. Well, and I I don't I don't think they're going to do Secret War like it is in the comics with the Beyonder grabbing. They probably no, not not the Beyonder, not that one. The one no. where Doom takes it and makes Battle World or something like that. It could be, but then you, I mean, we got to get through the introduction of Fantex for the introduction of Doom. I mean, there's a lot that you got to cover before you yes. get to Secret War. Correct, a um, ton actually. And even like, isn't is Secret Invasion before Secret War with the whole scrolls? Yep peace yep yep that so starts another, actually didn't that start civil war technically? Uh, no. no where did that start secret invasion no no that started no something started secret invasion because i remember after all the everything settled down they were like um electra's a scroll uh-oh what does that mean like what well, happened ele- in that i it wasn't a was it electra i thought it was a spider woman um, no, Spider Woman ended up being like the, the queen. That okay, that's what it was. Yeah. Um, I think it was just like that's what it was. Electra got assassinated or something like that, and she reverted back. Right, but that like, was oh. from a major other tentpole. Another project. another arc. Yeah. I, I forgot know. what it was, but anyway. Um, yeah. So guys, we could sit here and talk all day about it. I, I don't know if it's if it's failing. I can see that it's going in. They're pulling new characters like oh. Moon um Captain not, not failing because they're still pulling in billions right i'm sorry not failing it is also after yes, covid19 i did see see that brings up another thing um yeah. 
these Marvel TV shows, the, the Disney plus series that are coming out. Yes. When you look at their production schedules, they were all filmed at the same time. Like, mm, so, okay. There's, there's not a lot of connections between like she Hulk was filmed practically at the same time as Falcon and winter soldier and Falcon and winter soldier is almost like two years ago. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so it might be really hard to connect all these guys. It, not only hard to connect, but like the filmmakers and, the, and, and Disney as a company, the MCU, they couldn't learn from mistakes with, that they're making with the TV shows that they made back then because they were all filmed at the same time because their production schedules had to be cr- uh, squished together just because they wanted to get them out before COVID or, or during a COVID time. Like, right. hey, we don't know what's going to happen. Let's, let's ramp these up and get them, in, get right. them out there. Right. Um, so that, that was another thing I thought was interesting of just the timing. Yeah, of it, all. it is. Like it you is can't interesting. Learn from anything. But I, I, I think we're panicking. And I get it eh. because before, like you said, by the end of phase one, we knew where we were going to. We knew where we were headed. We mm-hmm. just wanted to see it happen. Oh, and shit. And you introduced Black Panther and then you introduced Doctor Strange and you're like, oh, how is this all going to work out? And I think now I feel like we're it's like to me, they haven't even given us the big ones yet. They haven't that like the starters haven't come in yet. But they have because we've had Spider-Man and Doctor Strange. Okay, that's who else you got Thor. Right. But doesn't Thor what I mean? I'm sorry. What I'm talking about is they haven't introduced who I thought was going to carry phase four, phase five, phase six is Fantastic Four X-Men. I thought they haven't introduced those guys yet. They, no, they give me little things. And I think that might be the when I said the roller coaster ride that's yeah. gonna come. That's gonna be the drop is yeah. is getting but those guys. They're just announcing Fantastic Four the, the cast casting. This, yeah. this week, which means they haven't started filming yet. No. Nope. Hopefully, like they've got all of their ducks in a row. So it's like, hey, here's our cast. We start filming next week, and they they can have it out in time like okay. christmas christmas of next year or something like that all right i hear it's just here it's a rumor that we are going to be introduced to one of the characters of the fantastic four and she hulk so that's weird if that was all timed they, out differently that's unless that's a after scene or something it, like it that. certainly could be yeah because she hulk has been closely related to the fantastic four for yes, a long she has. time yes, she has. Even, even a member more than once yeah so so whoever character pops up, I've, I'm not going to ruin it for you if you haven't heard that rumor yet. And they showed the actor, and I was like, "Hmm, okay, maybe." Yeah, I'm. I don't even want to speculate. There's so much speculation going around the internet right now. Right. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. And it, because we're it's adding Comic-Con. to it. <laughs> it's Comic Con week, and everybody's trying yeah. to get clicks. So they're like, "I know who's going to be." Yeah. It's interesting. Um, I'm listening to a podcast right now about the rise and fall of Ain't It Cool News, and like how it generated so much hype for different projects. I remember that used and, to be the go-to. Oh, it was. It was absolutely the go-to. Mm-hmm. And so much of it was bullshit. Like, that's what oh, I wow, discovered. Okay. I mean, we used to put so much stock into what was written on that site. And a lot of it was like, they're like, we've had our sources. Multiple sources have corroborated. This is what it is. It's like, nope, it was one dude. You know one who I dude. believe in? John Campia. That's what I believe in. Well, because, and here's the thing, Campia is a journalist. Like yeah. he is an actual trained 
journalist where Harry Knowles was just some spoiled rich kid from Austin. And like, you, I, you can I, see him in a boardroom going, guys, we don't have to tell them the truth. Not even just tell what they want to hear. It was just, and that's very much what it was. And it wasn't even, I mean, everything was just how much attention can he bring in on himself? It's very, very telling. It's called, uh, it's called download D O N W L O W D the rise and fall of in a cool news. And it's because I was a fan. Like I drank the Kool-Aid. I was totally into that site. I checked it multiple times a day to try to get the scoop on stuff. If I had a break, I was that was my break was Ain't eat a, a snack what cool eat a snack check in a cool news yeah and whew, how wrong I was <laughs> um, anyway what of, else what else you got speaking of campia this is yeah. something where I think you're being very adult about this I'm losing my I'm not, I'm not losing my mind I'm just I'm I'm flabbergasted by it so a trailer dropped last week for Rob Zombie's The Munsters. Oh, God. Okay. Holy cow. I just, this movie cost $40 million. And <laughs> I am seriously wondering where did the $40 million go? Because what I'm looking at here, and somebody said on the Campia show today, I was listening to it, and he, it, whoever that guy that wrote that in the comments, brilliant. He says it looks like the parody of a porno movie without the sex. Okay. And I was like, oh my God, yes. He's That's totally exactly right. What that thing is. And part of me wouldn't be surprised if Rob Zombie went to his production designers and said, this is the aesthetic I'm going for. <laughs> yeah. I and, and, uh, and look, when I found out Rob Zombie was doing the Munsters, my first thought was, oh, is he taking this and making this a horror movie? No, like, I know. And then was. and then I found out because I remember when I saw the first it was black and white. They were behind the house. I mean, they were in yeah. front of the house taking the picture on Instagram. And I was like, oh, and then I saw Rob Zombie's doing. I was like, oh, oh. Like, what is he? Is he going to make this so gross and so uncomfortable? And he did it in a way where it's PG. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, he, he's like, I'm, I'm watching the trailer and I'm thinking, oh, God, he made this uncomfortable. He is a huge, unabashed fan of the monsters. So was I. So, well, and that's but he, but he's rich and can make movie decisions. So so what this is, is a is why? A, why can he make movie decisions? Because because <laughs> he can't. I mean, and I I have never. Ugh. I haven't watched most of his films and I've watched part of one of them and I didn't enjoy it. So I tapped out. I'm like, I'm not a big thing into torture porn or, or gross out horrors. No, anyway. neither am I. Neither so I'm, I'm just like, nah, I'm, I'm good. Um, I know there's an audience for it, but it's not for me. And so watching him make the monsters and I had heard about, I've heard about this project years ago. Okay, um, I didn't. And so I knew he was making it and I was like, this is going to be his love letter to the original TV series, which was cartoony and cheesy. And there's going to be nothing serious about it. It is, it is going to be, if you hyper-colorized the original TV show with different actors, and one of the actors has to be his wife 
because she's in every she not only is in every project that he directs she is the star of every project he directs i get that if i didn't see the adams family i thought the first one was really good i i really enjoyed it the second one i don't i don't remember walking away from the second one thinking that was horrible i just remember walking okay adams family like yeah. that's what i was expecting like though the monsters moved into Beverly Hills and no. it's just going to be this comedy and it looks like, oh my God, it looks so bad. Like this is something where mm-hmm. I feel like even the sci-fi channel would be like, um, dude, you might want to like tone it down a little bit, but I, then I he said, just, I'm Rob Jesus. Zombie and I don't have to. Oh, I don't understand that. And I don't, and to be honest, I'm a huge fan of the monsters. I don't know why I'm this upset. It's like, cause you, you text me back. You're like, well, it's Rob zombie. I was like, I know, but I don't understand it. Like, I don't, I don't, I, this is one of those things that I'm going to go to my grave, not really freaking understanding. And I'm not going to see this movie, but then I feel like I'm going to. <laughs> it's coming like out I, on Amazon prime. So oh yeah, shit, it is that I am going to watch it. You are oh, going to watch it God. because you're, you're going to watch it because you've prepaid to watch it. God, it almost feels to me that he, he's going to get your money, whether you like it or yeah, not. Just, what is wrong with you? Prime. That's not even a decent movie, but here we are talking about it. It's again, this is pure well, money-making. They let, they let a super fanboy take his dream project and yeah, we'll, we'll have you make a movie out of it and they don't give a shit whether it's good or not. Cause everybody's talking about it and all those little Rob zombie music fans that maybe don't have prime are now going to get prime because that's the only way they're going to be able to watch. I'm just so disgusted by it. <laughs> You feel dirty. You I do. Whore. I do. And I hate him for it. I remember <laughs> going to one of his damn. I Okay. First off, I used to headbang to this guy's music. I used to work oh, absolutely. hard. Dun, 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 dun. You know, I used to love his music. Um, It was, wasn't on Twisted Metal? Wasn't that the, the soundtrack on Twisted Metal? When we all went to, uh, when we all went to my room, we played it. The Creeper. I'm going to say the Creeper. Take yeah. It. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Um, and then I saw a house of a thousand corpses and I was like, oh, okay. So he just wants to make really bad, maybe realistic horror movies with a tad, a tad, a tad bit of really horrible acting. I don't know. And I just got over that. And then I, for, then he went down this path of all these weird ones. And I was like, all right, that, you know what? There's a genre obviously, yeah, but God, I I don't know why I'm so upset about this. I don't <laughs> understand this. I really don't. But anyway, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I went off track. But my sister Kim, who's kind of a horror fan, she goes to all these. Yeah. I don't know if she's a convention fan or if she's a horror fan. I don't know. I'm. I think. But I think if a convention comes up, where she's going to go to it, no matter what it is. Um. She said, "Like, hey, Rob Zombie's doing a haunted house." I was like, oh, that'll be cool. And then I got in line and remembered all of his movies. And I thought, oh, fudge, this is going to suck. And, you know, you walk in there. I'm not going to repeat anything, but it was all very too, too close to home. There were no monsters. Mm-hmm. There, were, there were real monsters. And what I mean by like his serial killers, I almost felt like he was 
idolizing them or if he was like painting a portrait of them, like they were almost doing art and it was really disturbing. Yeah. I just, and then Kim still like wants to go to that stuff. And I'm like, no, Kim, I've had enough of that crap. But what yeah. I'm saying is I don't like his mind. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yep. I don't like where that guy likes to go. Um, And I guess it, I guess maybe that's why I'm mad because actually I wouldn't even be mad if the monsters, what I saw was like this Rob zombie horror fest. I'd be like, oh, yeah. Okay, that if makes. If it sense. was an actual horror but, movie of the monsters, okay, that, the monsters doing, yeah. But this one, it just—I was like, I can't believe anybody said that. Like to me, the trailer guy had to sit there and go, "What the? How do I? How do I do this? This is crap." So anyway, I'm moving you, on. I'm moving on for the health the of the show. I'm, yeah, I'm moving on for the health of the show. His wife probably did. Oh, By the oh. way. I've been kind of checking out. We need to change our Zoom settings because the automated closed captioning is so off. Oh, is it? <laughs> a do little I, bit. Yeah. Do we even have automated closed captioning? Yeah, it's 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 based on Zoom. We can turn it off after after today. But yeah, oh, it's okay. uh I didn't know we could do that. Okay. Yeah. Nope. It's it's on there. <laughs> Where is it? I'll shut it off right now. No, no you we'll do it later. It's in the meeting settings. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, God, we're getting close to that time. I wanted to do a dad bod real quick. Sure, 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 sure. For those of you that don't know what dad bod is, it is, I just thought of an idea where a lot of people out there are, are struggling to be a dad. And if you ever come into a roadblock where you don't know how to handle something, but you're just doing the best you can, we're here for you. Greg has 17 years experience with three different children. That is correct. All right. And I'm on my fourth year now. Um, and so I thought it would be good for us to just back and forth with whatever new topic, uh, came up. Um, but like I said, one of them had to do that. I want to talk about this is a little special. This isn't really dad bod, but I said how sometimes dads kind of merge into the husband role too, as the same time being the dad. Right. You know what I mean? Sure. It's like this. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I don't know how to really question this. So I'm just going to give you kind of an, uh, uh, kind of an experience. And this isn't my experience. I feel like I, I learned from this a long time ago, but I feel like there are some guys out there that feel if they do the dishes, do the laundry, feed the kids, tuck them in there and put them to bed, that they get sex that night. They're deserving of sex that night. And they get very upset if they don't get it because they feel like I've just done all this where their wives look at that as a Tuesday. Yeah, that's just parenting. Right. But I think some guys actually look at it like misogynists. Yeah, that's 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 what. Oh, total. That is. I I don't know how it happened. It just froze up on us, but. Did you um, did you try making a change to the uh No, I didn't. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> okay. I I was I was thinking, you know what? I'm going to uh just uh get us back online as fast as possible. Um I will make changes after this. But anyway, um <laughs> we were talking about um how there's a lot of husbands out there. Well, I feel like I I know I know enough where they feel like if they do these certain things this mm-hmm. opens the door to um paradise, I guess, if you want to call it like that. And I 
I just want to let everybody out there know that that is not the way. I'm right. not claiming that I know the way into whoever you're married <laughs> to's pants. I'm just saying that's definitely not it. I said I don't know the way, but I know that ain't it. Yeah. Um because uh I I don't know. I figured that out pretty damn quick in my marriage and I'm just wondering like I I have a feeling you did too. I just for anybody out there that thinks that that's the way there, it ain't the way there. Um, yeah. Because what you're doing that you think is special or you've taken, maybe maybe you're looking at it as I'm taking stress off of my wife for that one day. Yeah. Well. To get something for me. And, I, and I, maybe you are. And I'm not saying that that's not admirable, but. Again, it's called a transactional marriage. So if, if that is your back and forth, I said this, I stayed live for a little bit while you were oh, okay. frozen and whatnot. And what I had said was if that is your, your setup, that transactional type of marriage, your marriage ain't going to last. Because when your kids are gone and you're only doing two dishes a night, then all of a sudden you're like, two dishes a night, hey, baby, I did my job. She's going to be like, no, that's... That's not how this works. And I don't think the marriage would last that long anyway. I think by, no, that's going to, that's going to get real old real quick. Um, Especially if you act like a child when you don't get it. Yeah. And there's no, and I'm not saying that every time a married couple has sex, that there is the level of emotion. I mean, it's not always making love. Sometimes it's just sex because you want to. And sometimes it's just straight up fucking, yeah. but, that's what a marriage is. I mean, right. it's this mishmash, but it, again, if it becomes the, I did this, you give me this. And this goes both ways. It's not right. just, no, absolutely. You know, absolutely. I mean, I know that was the the setup you gave us, but um, it, it just doesn't work that way. No, the human it body, the human emotion system doesn't work that way. It's not sustainable. Right. So if you guys are experiencing that, if any guy out there is experiencing it, I guess any woman out there, I kind of made this originally for dads, but if anybody out there is thinking that if I do this, I get this, like Greg said, it's a great word. I didn't think about it, but yeah. you've done enough reading about that to transitional marriage. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta figure out a different way. Yeah. Right. It, and there are a lot of great books out there. Um, his you can try on audible.com. Yeah. His needs, her needs is a great book. I read that early on in my marriage helps kind of set the tone for, um, not just the physical relationship, but the relationship in general. Pause, um, pause real quick. I want to ask you a question. Why did you is? feel the need to read a book about marriage? Cause I don't uh, think anybody, I'm sorry. I don't think the majority of men do that. I don't think the majority of women do that. Mm hmm where they pick up a book and they, Hey, how am I going to get good at this thing? Cause yeah. you got to get good at this thing. If you want this thing to last, just mm -hmm. FYI, go ahead, Greg. Sorry. One is I knew I was young. Like I, we, we knew we were young when we got married, but it was still the right decision for us. Mm -hmm. And we had enough people around us at that time that were, they were down the road a little bit more in their marriage and they were reading this stuff. Okay. And we could see in, in those people that had um, the, the, the more seasoned marriages. Um, yeah. 
every everything from from five years to fifteen years to I mean, it was it was our church group had like a couple study group and so we we got to know these people and then we could start to see like oh they've got some issues not that they've got issues in their marriage but they're talking about they had these issues this is how they work through them we could see how the relationships are built they're giving us advice of like well you're not thinking about it now but in six years this is what it's going to be like if you have kids right away this is what it's going to be like if you don't have kids right away this is what it's going to be like and yeah hearing about the struggles and the challenges that these other people had gone through saying oh i wish i would have read this book sooner i wish i would have talked to this person sooner i wish i would have taken this more seriously you know it was us recognizing and learning from the people around us going oh well then i guess we should probably read that before we get in any kind of trouble so so that's we we did we did a lot of that do you think everybody no not everybody does do you think enough people do that no i i don't mean in just reading i mean applying what they're reading not even applying what they're reading but looking at other couples and in a sense they don't know it, but you're kind of, or maybe they do, you're kind of breaking down their marriage to figure out what works for them and how to apply that to you Yeah, or what doesn't work for them. And, oh, wow. See, we shouldn't do that. See. And that's, I think naturally people will look at the negative. Like I think naturally people would look at, um, they could look at my marriage and say, Ooh, I think they're doing this, these parts wrong here and tear that apart, tear it down instead of looking at the other side. Well, but then they don't actually look at it introspectively and say, okay, we want to make sure we don't do that. Right. And conversely, people don't look at the good parts of other people's marriages and they'll look at them and be like, gosh, I wish we were like that or, or whatever it is. Say, I wish we had that type of relationship and then say, well, how do you think they got that type of relationship? Maybe we should do that. Maybe we should figure out how they got there yeah, and do the same thing. So, and it, you know, marriage has stages, like, like anything else, it, it grows and morphs. It's, it's a, you know, and it's not just the kids, it's the age of the person. It's, it, it kind of, you know, interests and things like that. You've got to be able to kind of roll with those changes. Like if you're so stagnant, well, I think that's a big mistake anyway. If, you know, if yes. somebody ever, if somebody ever said, well, I'm the same person I was in high school. Oh, that's fucking sad. Oh, you're in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. That means you, I've met a couple of change. people that yeah. are the same. They mm-hmm. haven't changed. They haven't. Yeah. And that's wow. sad. Yeah. It's, it's, it's that actually, is... it's, it's, it's horrible. It, um, you end up very alone. Yeah. You feel very sorry for someone. Yeah, that that hasn't been able to transition out of that, and even hell, modern media makes fun of those people. Like I, I, the thing that pops in my head is the the Ryan Reynolds movie Just Friends, um, which is hilarious, by the way. It's a great right. Christmas movie. But there's that one dude who like picked on him in high school, and then here he is going back ten years later, and the dude is at the same bar still wearing his letterman's jacket yeah he's got the 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 toilet yeah yeah. yeah. and he he's just like hey i remember you did this thing in high school and it's like really really yeah no yeah yeah i know a a few of those people 
I do. That's too bad. Um, yeah, but I, I, I wish you could bottle that up, go back in time and show your younger self. Yeah. Hey, don't, don't do this. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. So for just to, I guess, reiterate, and then we'll close it out here. Uh, just, I don't know how I was going to close it out. I don't know, but if, if you are the person in your marriage that says, I'm going to do, I'm going to do a, so that my spouse will provide me with B whether it's sex, whether it's whatever it is, um, you've got some issues that you got to work out, right? You've got some issues with yourself. You got some issues with your marriage, you know, go to therapy, read a book, fix it, or else you're not going to be married that long. Or if you are married, it's going to be not going to be pleasurable. Miserable. Yeah, yeah. You're going to be miserable. Absolutely. Um, because you just, what, what would you say that they just grow up resenting each other? You not do knowing how to talk because... anymore not knowing how to, it's, it's not sustainable. Like whatever your expectation is that a person provide you the service or the payment for the service you provided. Yeah. It's not sustainable. Yeah. What do you say to men that believe that because I provide, I should, I should get. Yeah. I, like you deserve these things. You deserve, you deserve the sex because you bring. Have you, have you ever heard? I've heard a female. Now I'm not saying that all psychiatrists or but i've heard a marriage counselor say that sometimes the woman has just got to take like do her duty like do you think sex is part of a duty in a marriage um, like there are some times where you're just not up for it you know they are you're just not up for it but you feel if you go through the motions you might get into it i think maybe women do think that more than men sure do, but that that's is there thing. anything wrong in, in your opinion from that with that at, at no. those moments? Not if they're like if they're all the time you got a problem, but if it's right. like you know, no, because because if if you're just not in the mood, but you know your partner is, and you just got to fake it till you make it kind of deal, right? Yeah, that's still you mentally saying this is important. This is okay. an important piece of the marriage, right? It it, it is my responsibility because in my belief. Um, in my belief system and how I was raised is that if you are married to that person, you are there. That person is your only sexual option. Like I know other people don't share that belief system or they don't follow that, but like I've got, it's a one-stop shop. I can't yeah. go shopping anywhere else. That's right. I got to go to that store and that store only. And so in, in having that belief, like, and it's reflected back on me as well. Right, she, of course, yeah. she holds she holds that belief. So then it's like if you're not in the mood, but it's important. It's important to them. So therefore, it's important to me. And you know, yeah. Sometimes you right. just gotta. So sometimes you just, you just gotta, for you, lack of a better word, bite the bullet. Yeah, you gotta put you gotta put in the hours, whatever yeah, it is. There yeah, you go. Yeah, that, that's what that's what you gotta do. Now. It's not transactional at that state. It's you knowing that this is important. And I don't care if it's sex. I don't care if it's you rinsing out your bowl at right. the kitchen sink the proper way or the way that they like. You know, if you're putting value on the relationship, then you need to work to to do that. It's an act right. of service. Right. Um, the, oh, where was that? There was another, there was the other side of the coin to that. I mean, I've heard of husbands that have like the wife, you know, after a couple of kids 
comes to the husband and says, Hey, you know what? I'm not, I know I'm not going to go to the gym because I'm not going to have that level of accountability, but maybe if we got like a rowing machine or a treadmill or something, we can set it up here. And then while the kids are napping, I can go for a run or I can do some rowing. And the husband goes, well, if you want that, I have to earn it. Oh yeah. That kind of bullshit is that's shitty. That's, that's again, it's misogyny. It is you not putting the proper value on the relationship. Uh, and I think that guys that do that are a piece of shit. Okay. So for the guy that works hard, 60, 70 hours a week, never mm-hmm. expects a thank you, um, is very happy to actually provide that way. Yeah. Right? If he comes home, I guess what I'm saying is, are some guys in the wrong thinking that, hey, can you it's, take one for the team? It. it <laughs> That would really make my day. It it, it kind of depends on what the norm is. Like, okay, if they come, yeah. if they're coming home, and they set this expectation of, I want dinner on the table. We're gonna have sex that night whenever I want it, without taking any of their partner into consideration. I don't. I don't think that's right. I don't. No, care how I many don't think that's right. The way you just explained that, I don't think that's right at all. No, <laughs> yeah, but if it's a stressful day, <laughs> and the wife can recognize that, and she's like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to take your mind off of your troubles for a little bit. Cool. Like how often do you think that happens nowadays? I don't know. I mean, where a, where a wife is that attentive to a husband and vice versa, where they both notice things. Now, the problem is when a guy, when a guy thinks that when a guy has a bad day, we all know that if we can just have a great night with our wife, the stress just melts off your back. A woman, as in my experience, does not look at it like that. No. It's like almost like you take all the responsibilities that are driving me nuts right now. Let me go take a bath. Let me get me time. Yeah. There's men and women are built different in terms of how they how they view, you know, trust processes that, that time. I mean, right. Yeah, you're right. So and and if if you're a guy and you're recognizing your wife is stressed out and you just, you know what she's going to like if I just go in there and grab her boobies for a little bit. No, that's not what she wants. She wants to sit on the couch and rub her feet for a little bit. Yeah, That's, that's where you got to have the access service. That's where you need to learn. You got to learn because you're built different. Right. Like, and, and you know what? I'm sure there's a guy out there that his wife is going, no, that's actually what I want. Fine. Good for yeah, you. Man. You're right. You're right. That's yeah. then know your, know your wife, know your spouse. I mean, figure that out. Yeah. I think that's a good place to put it uh, or end it. Know your wife, know your spouse. And that takes a lot of work. So trial and error. Yeah. Just and while is. you're doing that, don't be a douche. <laughs> yeah. We'll end it there. So for the Greg, this is Johnny saying, sorry about that little foo bar I did on my computer. And we will catch you guys next week. Take care. We'll fix it in post. It'll be fine. Bye.